Folks, welcome to Vintage Baseball Reflections. I am Tom, the baseball nostalgia guy, bringing you these treasured pieces. Do you miss the good old days of listening to baseball through radios? It was a classic pastime that stood for decades and shaped how we cherish baseball in our heroes. These stories are from a moment in time that were heard by fans just like you. They are uncut, unfiltered, simply here for you to enjoy. So I just want you to enjoy this reflection on baseball history. From Day to DeRocher to Lemon, it's Double Play with DeRocher and Day. With their guest, Bob Lemon, here's another chapter of Double Play with DeRocher and Day. Welcome to another visit with baseball's most exciting and controversial couple, Lorraine Day and Leo DeRocher, with their guest for today, Bob Lemon. Right now, Lorraine is about to broach a very delicate subject. Now, Leo, why are pitchers, as a rule, such bad hitters? What do you mean, why are they bad hitters, sir? They're bad hitters, that's oh, all. Oh, now, just a minute. Yes, just a minute. Leo's right, Lorraine. Fans, Leo and Lorraine are definitely not talking about their guest for today, the famous pitcher and hitter, Bob Lemon. However, we'll take that question up again later in the show. But first, let's take up another question. And now back to Double Play with Leo DeRocher and Lorraine Day and their guest for today, Bob Lemon. Leo and I would like you to meet the very famous pitcher in the American League, Mr. Bob Lemon of the Cleveland Indians. Hiya, Bob. Hi, Lorraine. Nice to have you here. You know, you're not the only pitcher on this show. I'm a pitcher. Well, I understand that. Yes, I pitched in Puerto Rico. You did? Yes, I did. I was uh, very good. I was the first pitcher before I was relieved. (laughs) (laughs) You were relieved, all right. I remember that very well, Bob. We played an exhibition game over there. And what an exhibition she put on before the game. If you've pitched, you've been relieved. Anybody that's uh, pitched any at all has had a relief pitcher now and then, I'll tell you that. That I know. Well, before we get into these questions, I would like to know exactly when you're relieved, what does the manager come out and say to you? I've uh, been quite fortunate. I've played with uh, some very nice, even-tempered managers. I've heard of some <laughs> managers are awfully rough. Well, just a minute. What do you mean you've heard of some well, managers? Don't you know I can't, uh, I can't tell about it too much because I know nothing about it. So I'll oh, just I go see. along with the managers that I've had. <laughs> and they've been very nice and uh, said, well, it doesn't look like you have it today. Uh, Did they say, someone... excuse me first? No, sometimes they uh, use a little profane language. What about when uh, you were playing in St. Louis, I think, and Freddie Fitzsimmons, you went out to take him out? In a tough game, I think it meant the pennant, didn't it? Well, it was 1941, and we were fighting for the pennant, Bob, if you recall. We did win the National League pennant that year. And uh, this was the opening ball game. We were one game in front, and we went in there to play a three-game series. And Freddie Fitzsimmons was pitching a a great game, but as you know, he had a uh, threw a a knuckleball so much, and he has a short arm anyway, and sort of crooked, and, and he can't straighten it out. And along about the sixth inning, it started to get shorter from throwing that knuckleball. And about the eighth inning, with the score tied... And he was in trouble. I dashed out to the mound, and I was about to take him out. And when I got, oh, about 10 feet from the mound, he saw me coming, and he walked right toward second base. And he was like a big caged lion, and he started to scream at me. He says, get away from here. Get out of here. I said, come here. I want to talk to you, Fred. He says, you're not going to take me out. You're not going to remove me from this game. I'm going to stay here, and I'm going to pitch, and I'm going to win it. And he was real upset and real mad. And do you know that I went back and stood on the rubber, and I said, you got to come back here before you can pitch. He said, I'm not going back there, and you get out of here. I'm going to stay here, and I'm going to pitch. Do you know that I did not get to talk to Fitzsimmons on the mound? He walked out near second base and wouldn't come back. And so the umpire said, come on, Leo, let's go. And 
So I had made up my mind by then, well, I'll let him win or lose it. Well, he finally did win it, four to three and 11 in it. But there's one time that I didn't get to take a picture out, and I really had my mind made up to take him out. You know, there's Isn't sometimes... that one reason that you send Freddie out? There's sometimes I send Fitzsimmons to you, now my coach, because it's happened to me so many times, Bob, when a pitcher, I think, has lost his stuff or is going bad, and I walk out and say, uh, well, how about it? You tired? And he said, well, I, I, I'm a little tired, but let me go one more hitter. And about that time, you know what happens, yes, Bob. You do. You yeah. do. <laughs> and that's the hitter that hits one and knocks all... you got to have a ticket to get it. He gets you out of that jam. Right he gets quick. you out. He empties the bases. <laughs> and the, uh, the game is over. Well, good. I think we should get to this letter from Gene McKinney, who wants to know, now, Leo, why are pitchers, as a rule, such bad hitters? What do you mean, why are they bad hitters? Uh, They're bad hitters, that's oh, all. Oh, now, just a minute. i got some pretty good hitters on my staff. Come on. Spell it. <laughs> Name him. Well, now, wait a minute. Spell it. Uh, Coslow's a good hitter. Yes, but he doesn't pitch enough to come up to hit. Oh, he comes up enough. I mean, he's a pretty good hitter, and there's, as a rule, uh, oh. you'll find there's some pretty good hitters in baseball pitching. Leo, I've been sitting in the stands watching. They can't hit their weight. Well, now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now, I'm supposed to be a pretty good hitter. Well, I, but you're an exception. Now, why are you such a good hitter? Well, I think mainly because I started out in the infield and they moved me to the outfield, and the reason I'm pitching is because I couldn't hit. Oh, you <laughs> couldn't hit or couldn't hit? Oh, no, here's a pretty good hitter. He's being very modest. Yes, well, you see, Leo was an infielder, too, and he couldn't hit Let's either. Let's not bring that up. I should have made him into a pitcher. That's what he should have been. That's pitcher. what he should have been? Yes. Did you ever want to be a pitcher? No, I always wanted to play shortstop. I figured that's one place that I could play, and I couldn't throw hard enough to be a pitcher, and I couldn't hit enough to play the outfield. So I had to take some other position that I thought defensively may keep me in baseball, and that's the reason I picked on trust. All right, well, now... Way with my... Pardon me. That's the way with myself. I finally uh, found one. I settled all around till uh, I come to pitching and found out that I had pretty good luck, and my hitting picked up. Not only that, he's a real good pitcher. When you mention that he's one of the great pitchers of the American League, he's one of the great pitchers of baseball. This fellow can really pitch. All right, but now to get back to these pitchers, isn't there something that can be done to make them better hitters? Yes, but when the pitchers are hitting, who's going to pitch to them? Well, on our club, we have Jack Lorkey or, or Shen. They pitch to our for batting practice. Well, that still isn't the same thing, though. A pitcher is, is just something different. They put more on the ball, and a fellow that uh, plays infield or outfield, well, he kind of protects his arm because that's his livelihood. And I, I agree with Bob there, and I, I haven't given that an awful lot of thought. And I'm going to recommend to Mr. Stoneham, he give me three pitchers, young kids that are not on my regular staff, that can pitch batting practice to my pitchers so that they can get to be better bunters and possibly better hitters. And uh, after all, it's always been my theory that uh, maybe a good sacrifice, Bob, uh, by a pitcher may win him uh, two or three extra games a year, may and that may mean the pennant. It'll improve his record and may mean the winning him or losing of a, uh, of, a, of a pennant for you. So I think that's very important. I'm going to recommend that. Okay. Time off now for this message. And now, back to Double Play with DeRocher and Day. All right, let's find out for um, uh, Mr. DiArcos. What he, should he do to go about becoming a pitcher? If you're going to be a pitcher, you should have a good fastball and good control and just work on one pitch that you can get over any time you want. Make it your best pitch and work on the control of it. Control is the main thing. What is your best pitch? Well, I, I uh, have a slider and a sinker that I try to uh, uh, work on, but uh, my control isn't too good. I walk quite a few minutes. Right, well, what is the difference when you're holding a ball? It's, you can make a fastball drop uh, or a slider. Or a How sinker. would you hold it with your hands? Or a sinker? Well, I grip everything between the seams, and uh, the way I've tried to describe it before is a fastball is thrown this way, a slider is thrown this way, and a curveball is thrown overhanded more. And what's the sinker? 
Well, the sinker is okay. off the fastball. It's just a natural, I think. Bob has a natural sinker. Here. When Bob sinks. throws the ball, it's, it just sinks. Now, I know that in the first playoff game that we played Brooklyn, Jim Hearn pitched a marvelous ball game, Bob. He beat Brooklyn 3-1, to one, and he just threw sinker after sinker, and the ball was sinking, I'd say, uh, six to eight inches. Every time he'd throw a fast one, it would just dip. And when the ball game was over, everybody in the club, all our pitching staff, Jansen and Magley and all of them were telling him how much his ball was dipping and sinking, and he said that he was holding it like he always has. But this particular day, the ball just was sinking rapidly. Some way you let go of it. That's all. Goes off your middle finger just, or something. Then there's just no way you can tell anyone how to hold a ball to throw a, a sinker like you can show no, them how to hold a, a ball natural. to throw a knuckleball, no. but there is well, no it's way. Sometimes it's, it's between a uh, fastball and a screwball. Well, speaking of screwballs, I'm probably a screwball <laughs> to ask this, but would you show me how to wind up? I mean, Leo may get in trouble or he may need me. You've got to be ready. You know, I, I've got to be. I'm ready. Fast. I'm ready. Come on. I want to watch this. Uh, this is going to be good. good. <laughs> I want to watch this. Well, I think uh, you throw the rubber with your right foot if you're yeah. right-handed. Are you right-handed or left-handed? I'm right-handed. You think, all right. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm right you, uh, that way anyway. Look down and get the sign. Usually you put the ball behind your back, so uh, if you change your grip on the ball where well, the batter can't see it or... Some of the coaches or Charlie your, Rett. Yeah, or some of the coaches steal your pitches. Can't Don't take. watch the ball. <laughs> All right. All right. Then you get your sign, and then you free and easy. You go up as many times you want to. You get ready, and then you turn and lift your leg and let her go. All right. Now let's Does see. that uh, make right. any sense? No, but I'll try it. All right. Now uh, my my right foot's out there, and okay. I and I bring the ball up like this. No, no, you don't bring it together. You just, just, just free and easy. Just start swinging. Huh? All right. Do you want to swing while beat. I do this? <laughs> All right, now when do I throw it? Well, whenever when you're I, ready. Then I go this way and throw let it. go. That's Wonderful. Right. Now, how do I hold a man on base? Well, I think the thing to do is get set first. I think the National League and the American League are different. We have to take our sign on the rubber with our right foot, whereas I think in the National League, Leo, will you... Uh, yeah, you can, can take it off the rubber. You can straddle or take it off. In stand the behind the rubber. But in our That's league, right. we have to take the sign on the rubber. And uh, uh, I have a peculiar way of standing on the rubber. I always lean over and put the ball behind me. Well, your stance is all right with me. All right, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> just lean over and uh, look at the catcher, and when you decide on what you yes, want, we'll no. come up. Just come up free and easy and come down to a relaxed position and uh, go into that rocking chair again. And well, don't you have to keep watching that guy on first? Oh, yes, but see, you're standing from me. i got to watch you. There's no fun oh. looking over this way. I'm <laughs> over to you. Uh, all right, well, I've got a, a man is, on first base. you got a man on first base, look over, look back, look over. And uh, don't uh, get any set way of just looking once and going to the plate because a fellow will steal as soon as he sees that you only look once and throw the plate well, he'll take off. Can you look this way? You can look any way you want. If you can see that way, it's kind of hard. But well, you know, it, might be, it might be a pretty good idea to have a mirror on your cap, you know, like a rear... That's cheating. Oh, you can't oh. do anything with the right. <laughs> What if I, uh, if I did this and I'm holding a man on and I wiggle my fingers? That's a balk. That's a balk. You're deceiving the runner. You know, uh, we saw the picture Angels in the outfield and... Um, the pitcher in the ninth inning was doing that all the time he was holding the fellow on base. Yes, they we, didn't call it on him. Well, you can get, of, uh, get a lot of things across the movies. You can't get along. <laughs> those umpires that can see so good, you know, they all got good eyes. In in pictures? No, in uh, baseball. Oh, all right. Movies, you know, the umpire probably isn't looking. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, you were saying there was so much difference in the American and the National League, which is true. Don't you think it's easier to pitch in the National League? Well, I, the I'm not so sure that there's, uh, that there's an awful lot of difference as far as the brand of baseball Bob, that's played in the American and the National League. 
In my opinion, I think it might be a little bit easier to pitch in the American League than it is well, in the National League. Well, I find that uh, they play for a big inning in the American League, and uh, they kind of bunt and run and have all those banjo hitters over in the... Uh, Wait a minute. we got some pretty good hitters in the National League. You know, that Musial's no bum. You know, he can hit the ball pretty good. And well, we have Williams. He's yeah, what's the matter with that Kiner? I mean, every time I look what up... What about Jackie Robinson? Well, they're, they're fair. I mean, what I do you mean they're what? fair, Bob? Well, no, wait like a minute. That? I only see them. Uh, I've only been fortunate enough to see them uh, a couple of times. That was in the All-Star game. See, at least he admits he was fortunate enough to only see them. And don't forget, you know, the National League finally won one in the, yes, the All-Star and the, we can game. Yes, and we can go into the World Series. Oh, oh nice. no, we haven't got time to go into all that. We want you to join us on our next session, same time, same station, and thank you. Thank you, Bob Lemon. I still think it's easier to pitch in the American League. He always has to have the last word. So long. You've been listening to another chapter of Double Play with baseball's most exciting couple, Lorraine Day and Leo DeRocher. Today, Lorraine and Leo had as their guest, Bob Lemon. Join us when again it's time for... Double Play with Leo DeRocher and Lorraine Day, plus another big-time guest star. Double Play is produced by Marty Martin, directed by Ted Neeland, and is a Martin production. VintageBaseballReflections.com features a treasure chest of baseball audio. The wonderful thing is the audio isn't a guy like me or a few talking heads reflecting on players, seasons, or teams. It is the actual players from that era, announcers from that era, giving you an uncut, unfiltered, unrecent day stance on what it was like then. These are real-time clips from that era. Now, we encourage you to check out our entire back catalog of baseball audio. And if you like old-time games, and folks, and folks, you are not alone. Join the membership section to enjoy interacting with fans, scoring games with folks just like you, and listening to hundreds of radio broadcasts that were baseball classics. As a special offer to you, type in This Day in Baseball for a discount just for you. And if you enjoyed the show, hit the plus sign to subscribe, follow us on the socials, and above all, share us with your friends who love baseball history just like you.